0: City video. This is Russ. You that one with that guy who was in that movie that was out last year. <sighs> Hello, and welcome to the Emerald City Video Podcast. This is an episode of the New Release Wall, and you know how we know that because we're talking to you from the distant past. Probably not that distant, but we are going <laughs> to wait quite a while before we put this live because we are talking about Jurassic Games yes. due out on, uh, streaming services and probably DVD in June. We are talking about it on April 27th. Yes. And, uh, that, that means that there's still like Avengers stuff going on yep. and President Trump is still in office. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Cartel Twenty Forty Five <laughs> is due is due out on Tuesday. It's still not out. <laughs> still not out. Uh, Tremors Six, which we also recorded a recent review of, comes out on Tuesday as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yes, because because Tremors Six uh, has come out, <laughs> and I, I can I can confirm that Jurassic Games is not my favorite movie since Black Panther. <laughs> yeah no it's good though it's 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 good it's it's this is kind of the definition of so bad it's good like even even when we looked at like cartel 2045 there were bits of it that were just too good to be like that bad yeah and then bits of it that were too bad to really be appreciable
1: yeah i mean i think i will say that especially considering both of those films where the cg is kind of Key to an extent, mm-hmm. Um to an extent, uh, Jurassic, Jurassic games considerably less. Like I think you could have put in something else. You could have figured, you could have taken this film and edited it in a way that, I don't know, you had really big, really, really scary, like soldiers or something, something like, you know, yeah. something really terrifying to confront these people running around. Um, and it would have worked as well. Like the script yeah. it's not, it's a lot like, I mean, it's, it's basically, um, oh my God, what's the Corman films, uh, ah, oh fuck, death uh, race. Uh, death race. Basically it's yeah. death. I mean, basically it's again, I mean, have we, I, I, we haven't actually, uh, given the plot of this. No. Uh, yeah. go ahead, Russ. Uh,
0: essentially what it is, is this takes place in a dystopian near future where the government has given one corporation the power to Gather ten convicted murderers at a time, take them off death row, and enter them into a game where the nine who lose will get immediate lethal injections, and the tenth wins his freedom. Yep. Uh, the twist here is that the game they put them in is a VR simulation where they fight yep. prehistoric creatures – mostly dinosaurs but we do see some others in yeah yeah it's in the book in the movie it's not all Jurassic it's not all Jurassic guys no no not at all of course Jurassic Park slash that whole franchise yeah. is also not all <laughs> Jurassic <laughs> yeah totally
1: <laughs> this is just though you know I mean basically it's the if you die in the game you die in real life um, yes premise, although I will so. give
0: them that there's there is kind of a neat not even neat but I always felt like the if you die in the game, you die in real life. Feels like a bit of a contrived thing because they always have to explain it away as like, oh, well, you know, your brain gets tricked into believing, or you get a heart attack, or whatever the the insanity is that they. This one, it's it's very clear. It's just you're all on death row. You've all been sentenced to lethal injection. If you die in the game, we give you an immediate lethal injection in real life.
1: Ah, I actually somehow missed that. <laughs> I no, yeah, that's like got I don't know they just like it was like their brain convincing them that they died or some like that sort of idea but okay. no that was
0: that's why there's that little hiss noise every time you see somebody die in the real world
1: ah okay <laughs>
0: uh but yeah that's uh and that that was a like a the only reason I caught that I don't think I caught it in the introduction I caught it in mm-hmm. I think it, I think that the uh that one terrible woman mentioned it in her TV interview uh, <laughs> yeah. as like a justification for the games uh the – as you can kind of take away just by the combination of title and plot synopsis, this movie really, really wants you to think, oh, it's Jurassic Park meets The Hunger Games. Yeah. Uh <laughs> and, and it really is to an extent I, – I would toss in like Ready Player One to the mix because they're not real dinosaurs Uh and because there is this yeah. kind of other element of like – conspiracy and controversy and like there's this idea that you know if it's better for ratings or whatever for the game quote unquote they can decide oh no the raptor that's about to kill that guy is an illusion and it just (laughs) jumps through him instead of eating him you know kind of thing yeah yeah um And,
1: and it's and it's interesting because it also it again with the death race um mentality is that there's also like plot twists that actually mirror exactly the same plot twists as uh, a certain Jason Statham version
0: of. <laughs> oh yeah.
1: Thing. Like actually, I was like, wait a minute, I've seen this plot before.
0: Yeah. Um. But oh, yeah, the uh, the major players essentially, and I, and I can't remember most of their names. Uh. So hold on just a second. I'm gonna pull up the the IMDB page. Yeah,
1: Savannah, uh, um,
0: Joy, Laura, Anthony, yes.
1: Stephanie. Big brother, yes. <laughs> Albert, the Wasp. <laughs> so, the,
0: the essentially... Yeah, uh, you know, upper management. He's still low enough on the totem pole that he gets the death penalty and nobody, like, takes it for him. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. but he's clearly connected, or at least he wants everybody to believe that he is. Yep. Uh, you have these two brothers who are essentially good old boys who uh their whole like idea that they're somehow going to get out together doesn't make a ton of sense yeah. because it you know yeah, it, this is a game where the whole premise is that only one person can win
1: i mean i suppose uh you know that was the plot of hunger games um so i mean i yeah, they could like start making out or something like that and everybody would be like oh they love yeah. each other <laughs> yeah.
0: uh there was a there was like a, a hot second where i kind of thought that was going to happen with uh his name Burke? No. What's the main character's name?
1: Uh Is it Anthony?
0: Anthony. I, I was trying to remember what his last name is. Cause everybody always oh, calls Tucker. him by his last name. Tucker. <laughs> Tucker. Thank yeah. you. He's the only uh, person
1: basically in the film with a last name. So yeah. yeah.
0: The other, uh, well, everybody got last names in their little bio screens, but most of them are like known by an alias. Yeah. Like Joy's real name is like Mary Kate something or some crazy. It's like a hyphenated first name. And then we gave her last name, but, it's just joy. Yeah. Um, but Stephanie, uh, there was a, there was a beat where I really thought that he, that, uh, Tucker and Stephanie were going to end up together. Yeah. Uh, just because, you know, again, Hunger Games and, uh, and is, you know, and, and, well, and she, she was kind of like the not
1: horrible one for most. Yeah. People. Yeah. There's, I mean, all, all of them, like, I mean, for the most part, the, none of the, I, I think, uh, he's the only character, which I don't think it's like spoilers to give away the fact that his, basically he's a character who didn't kill his wife, you know, yes. he's, you know,
0: no, um, literally it's not spoilers because that yeah. seems to be the premise yes. of why he got onto the game is that like he had a big public murder trial. Everybody believes he's not guilty mm-hmm. and you know, go, yeah.
1: Yeah, but every, almost, I think everyone else is either bragging about killing people or quite clear, quite clearly, I mean, there, there's one guy that they refer to as the cannibal and yeah. within the first like 30 seconds, he literally jumps on someone's back and starts gnawing on their neck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is kind of like a little on the nose, um, or a little on the neck maybe, I don't know. Um, uh, yeah. but, uh, but yeah,
0: I, I will say, uh, that dude, I think that I think that's Big Brother, right? The black guy the with the bald yeah. guy.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh that dude just not smart. Or no, 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 that's that wasn't Big Brother. I think Big Brother. No, was he's an the animal. victim, wasn't he? Or no? <laughs> no the, the 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 big the big black bald guy. Yeah uh, who gets bit. Who time. gets bit. Yeah. yeah. I can't think of who he what he who he was. Um <laughs> Oh no, you know what? I'm looking at the IMDb page now. Big Brother and Little Brother, it's not like their nicknames, it's literally the whatever those two country bumpkin brothers are. Yeah. Ah, okay. Uh cuz they they literally don't have names in the credits. It's Big Brother and Little Brother. Yeah. Ah. Uh but there's a there's another guy and he doesn't have his picture on IMDb so I can't tell you the name of the actor. Uh he goes uh, Minor spoilers, I guess, but he's he's a character who dies fairly early in the games. Yeah. Uh, I don't feel too bad saying that much because there's like three characters who don't make it out of the first phase of what is essentially a four-phase tournament. Yeah, yeah. And uh, – but in any event, he like – basically you had this one character who uh, picked a fight with the cannibal – like, tried to, like, back him off and be like, I'm big and black and scary and you should, you know, like, just made crazy eyes at him, got up in his face, threatened him. Then he immediately turns his back and the guy starts beating the crap out of him. Yeah. And it's like, so then, then he gets out of that with his life. And the next thing he does immediately mm-hmm. is, like, try to strangle this one girl for literally no reason. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know if there's any one kind of logical breakdown in this movie. It's that the movie starts and everybody is kind of immediately at each other's throat in spite of the fact that the first phase has like a timed element. Yeah. And you will immediately die if you don't get like essentially through the woods by the time your timer goes off. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, no other part of it is timed. So the rest of the game, you can just go crazy, kill whoever you want to kill. But it seems like just bad strategy for people to be like immediately starting to, and I guess it's just setting the characters. Yeah. Like it's helping you to understand like who each of these people are and what's motivating them and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just one of those things where you go. I don't quite get why you would waste time on this <laughs> I mean, especially considering i mean a couple of
1: the the more smarter ones because i because there's like yeah. two different kind i mean any in any of these things there's two different kinds of killers there's the like I'm just gonna murder things and I'm crazy or the like I'm just an asshole and I'm gonna murder things and i'm crazy yeah uh, and then and then there's the other group of people who are like we're smart people and we're either you know either they're serial killers and they have like a they, like either whether it, it really is they yeah. whether they're actually smart or not I'm not quite sure sometimes yeah. but you know they like they're the, quote-unquote dexter type villain you know murderers yeah. um and then there's always the innocent one um but uh it the innocent uh, the innocent guy and the and the like smart ones realize okay as much as we all have one only one of us can actually make it out of this there's a certain point where we're up against fucking dinosaurs yeah. It's probably best to be in a group of people <laughs> if for no other reason then hopefully the the, the t-rex <laughs> and it's not yeah. spoilers to say there's t-rex because they're literally on the cover yeah. uh but like hopefully the t-rex will go after this guy and then i'll be able to run the other way like it doesn't make much sense to kill everyone around you before you yeah. Even make it through the first level. I mean, I should say also is that you know, much like the Hunger Games, um, which it's it's kind of nice in this, uh, it, it's smart in this way in the fact that they are able to control it. It's not just like there's a bunch of dinosaurs running around, right? They're like, oh, these two people are like these three people are starting to get together. Let's see if we can fuck around with that. And they're yeah. like, let's throw some you know uh, creatures at them. Um, yeah. So I mean it 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 is so you do have like the guy god I'm trying to remember who it was uh uh it wasn't film Phil, Philip Seymour Hoffman there was another guy wasn't there or was it Hoffman like I think the on planners yeah. yeah uh but it, Hoffman wasn't the on camera though um I don't was Tucci. I, I was can't Tucci, but he was the thing. anyway 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 Doesn't I only
0: happen. saw of the first Hunger Games honestly ah, uh, uh I I will say it, my point of reference there is like Christoph from yeah. the Truman show yeah yeah uh where he's the god of the place and he can kind of direct and it, <laughs> the, okay so here's the thing is this movie and again like this is a so bad it's good movie so certain kind of logical lapses can be forgiven yeah but they're in the same way that I don't buy into the world of the purge because it's just so dumb, like it's not believable that we got there uh, this <laughs> is like a
1: weird level of optimism, I don't know <laughs> no.
0: but but this has the same almost problem in the sense that when you actually start to look at what is going on, you're just like who who thought this was a good idea like okay, so. A lot of the thing is they treat it like any other game show. And so the host is like, and what's next for our brave contestants? And it's like, wait, brave contestants, these are, these are like recent murderers who have victims' families out there. Like I have a feeling that like so many elements of this wouldn't go over well with like victims' advocacy groups. (laughs) <laughs> um, and to be fair, like they do have like the protesters, and they don't really make it clear who the protesters are or why they're yeah. protesting,
1: yeah, but well, this is i mean this here's the thing I mean like all of the other um whether it be the Purge or whether it even be a lot of the death race films, which I'm a personal huge fan of for some unknown reason, I don't know why. <laughs> um <laughs> like there's solid like i think it's uh, i think it helps that like like less so like this, it has a solid idea and you know the death race films it's a race it's basically yeah. it's it's a race car thing and so you're running around and you know it's a video game to a certain level yeah. and it's like there's only so many things that can happen in this world and that's it but most of those films kind of accept a a world in where a totalitarian government or something has taken over and it's that the the game the games are part of in parcel to either whether it be a corporation that has taken over the world you know or is like in in cahoots with with the government or something mm-hmm. you know the evil you know like oh he's paying off something I, there's always something in there I mean same thing with the Hunger games for that matter this though in a weird way and I I don't know because I mean the purge has fully embraced anti-trumpyism basically like this saying not maybe not even anti-trumpism but just saying the world at which the pe- who of the people who want to murder the characters that you're supposed to care about in those films, those people are Trump supporters, right? Um, I mean, like literally, the next poster <laughs> has it on, you know, cover on it. And the, even the last one was kind of, even though it wasn't Trump because it was before Trump, it was like those type of people. This mm-hmm. film, though, doesn't really. There's, the only people you see outside are, like, victim, or not even victims' families. You don't even get to meet them, pe- those people, yeah. uh, who are like, ah, well, you kind of do, but not really. Um, but is, you have a moment where you get to meet, um, the family of the one guy who we all know, winking a nod, is, is, uh, is, uh, is not actually a murderer. Right. Um, and so you don't see, like, you have these shots of people in bars or I forget if it was a bar or just you know watching the TV yeah, but you don't have reactions to them. They're not holding you know, like in death race and in in hunger games and in the purge um even there's like there's basically people who are celebrating this and you don't really have anybody celebrating this that's they're watching it like it's another game, but right. they're not watching it with like glee um in the way that you kind of need to sell the idea that this is a post apocalypse because I I don't even, I don't even even got the idea that this is anything, but like in a future world where like VR, I mean, I guess, I guess this could be tomorrow because I mean, the VR tech exists in the way that they're doing it kind of, Um, you know, I mean, except for the fact that like they're really convinced clearly there's some brain connection because if like they get scratched, they are really genuinely convinced that they're like scratched or
0: bitten or whatever. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Um, and it compromises their ability to function
1: yeah yeah so it's not just there you know there's no way you can just ignore it and be like oh this isn't real i'm gonna keep going um and so yeah no it's just it's interesting because i think that and obviously i'm a little biased on the way that i would i would I, i would love to see you know a little bit more of that um because i think that that's the only way that this can exist um if you're again i mean like Again, this is like deep think. Um, well, not even deep think. It's, you know, a foot above, foot below water think. Yeah. It's not, <laughs> it's not, um, but you know, is the fact is that there has to be a world that sustains this in some way because that also, to me, that also kind of deals with the world at which what if these guys do win? Cause in, in death race, um, there's always the wink, there's always the very good possibility that the guy who wins, isn't going to actually make it out alive because right. these people are in such a – the the prisoners within the world, at least the death race films that I've seen. I haven't seen the most mm-hmm. recent one yet, um, which I'm not even sure if it's out yet or not. But um, they they are kind of closed off from media. Right. Um, most of them don't exist. Most of them have been in prison long enough that they weren't outside of prison when this was still going on, even though it's been going on for a while. Like so um, – but – that, that world doesn't exist. That is something that, like, I think would immediately make this film have a little bit more depth because that's something that this film is really dramatically missing. <laughs> Cause it yeah. doesn't have, it doesn't have enough just dinosaurs and action and craziness and running around and suspense. Right. The way that I say a Jurassic Park film obviously does. And obviously. Yeah.
0: I will say too, uh, so they have a, a bit, in here, throughout the movie, they have they break for like going back to the studio and for all these kinds of things, and uh, they have a, a a bit in here where they're selling action figures based on yeah yeah, <laughs> and and for me, one of the weird things about that is okay, so we're selling action figures based on again convicted murderers yeah. And, <laughs> And people who have, you know, victims out there. And the funny thing is part of the reason I think that I got so hung up on that is because I noticed it in, so there was leaked set photos from Shazam. (laughs) Yeah. And in, there's, in one of the fight scenes, it takes place in like a toy store and there's DC Easter eggs all over because there's like Batman and Superman toys, which is fine. But there's a bunch of Suicide Squad toys. Interesting, and I'm just like, okay, so I have no idea whether or not that movie takes place in the DC universe because it's it's being done by New Line, which is a division of Warner Brothers, and it's Mm -hmm. a whole. But if, if, for the sake of argument, Shazam takes place in the same universe as, you know, Batman v Superman and Suicide Squad and all that, it's like, wait, you are selling little stuffed plush toys based on the Joker, who is. A mass murderer. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, That's weird. Yeah. Uh, And the one thing I will give this movie in terms of uh, some of what we've been talking about is that there's one beat where I'm just like, oh, so maybe part of what this is is that that we as a culture have become so completely desensitized to this kind of stuff. Because if you'll notice – when they talk about Joy, she's been doing time at Starkweather Penitentiary. Yeah. So you literally have a prison who's named after not a public figure, not a politician, but an inmate, presumably. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so that, like, to me, I'm like, okay, are we supposed to take away from that, that this is a world where uh, where that's a thing, where you would actually name the building after Richard Starkweather. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And if, if so, I mean, that that really informs the world of the movie, but it's not something that's explored at all. So it's kind of like I just didn't know. Like it could have just been a wink and a nod joke by the writers of the movie that wasn't supposed to reflect the world they're in, which, yeah. again, is hard to tell because we didn't really get a sense for the world outside the show. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <It's> Nebraska. Yeah. <laughs> Oklahoma, actually.
1: But no, no. I was looking up where Starkweather
0: was. Oh, 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 oh. Sorry, sorry. I, I, I was talking about where they shot the movie.
1: Oh no, yeah, no. That that's like, obvious. Yeah,
0: literally the, the the world outside the show. Uh, <laughs> I will say, uh okay. So when we watched, you know, something like Tremors, it's like this is a guilty pleasure movie, but it's full of great performances by yeah. mostly good actors. Yeah. Uh, this one was a movie that really, it was, there were a couple of good performances, but really it was a lot of like, oh, this is like, definitely indie, like yeah. bordering on community theater kind of. <laughs> it, um, I mean,
1: everyone, I, mean, I I think it's, I mean, again, I mean, it's, uh, it, I think that this is better than, uh, by far better than, um, uh, oh my god. I, <sighs> Cartel twenty forty five. When it comes mm-hmm. to performances, right? Uh, yeah, everyone, everyone here. I mean, almost everybody in, in the main cast has like a, a considerable TV IMDb. Um, what
0: you know, I realistic. what yeah. I will say is, there were so, there was almost every character had like one beat where I was yeah. like, "What the hell did they just do? Like, <laughs> what was that acting?" Yeah, and and I feel like there was some bad like blocking or editing or lighting choices or something like some of these things make the performances look worse than they actually are i think yeah yeah. uh you know the, the the one that really got me was when tucker is being taken down the steps of the courthouse right towards the beginning of the movie when they show like the news package about his conviction yeah He's like looking around and frightened and clueless, and I think it's supposed to be that he's morose over having been wrongly convicted, yeah. but just it looks like that travolta meme like i I didn't get morose I got like disoriented and like he didn't realize <laughs> the camera was rolling i it what it feels like in in so much of it is that whether it was the choice
1: of whether or not they, they took the right take or not, but also, yeah. but a lot of, uh, I mean, so, so much of the, so much of it is blocking in, yeah. in the way that they, especially when you're adding in, cause this is, you know, clearly almost every, I think everything, um, everything where there are dinosaurs, um, yeah. was on location. Yeah. Um, and they, I don't know. It didn't feel like they knew, for the most part, like how to interact with them as well. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you know, it's 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 really hard coming off a fucking film like Infinity War. You yeah, know, literally, yeah. we just saw that forty eight hours ago, and then yeah. like that still takes up brain space. And and you're looking at this and going, "Oh wow, they they I don't know if they know where the dinosaurs coming
0: from and and yeah. things like that." And well, I mean, forget Infinity War for me, even. Tremors because oh, well, so,
1: yeah, but, well, tre- but again, but this well, is the but here this,
0: yeah. like my specific thing is when the wasp gets killed. Uh, oops, yeah. uh spoilers. Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> Yeah. I mean I think that we – you get 10 minutes into this and you're just like, oh, so these are the last four people who are going to be left.
1: I will say though I was surprised um, that um there's a handful of people early on in the film. I was like, oh, holy shit. They killed that person right away. At yeah. least it was the timing of it. I mean I was kind of – you know who's going to – I mean you know the – I think you have a pretty damn good idea of who's going to be the final at least three people. Yeah. Um, there's kind of a, a curveball I think maybe with the the last – Four, uh, four yeah. or five, maybe, maybe. But the first five, you're like, oh, that, per- oh no, wow, they yeah, literally yeah. like died out
0: of the gate. <laughs> like, it's oh, actually man. one thing that I will say. It's kind of funny is uh the the movie's villain essentially. I mean, and, and like you, there's a lot of argument. It's like the host is kind of a villain, the system itself is a villain, the show is a villain. There's monsters, but like really, the movie's villain is Joy. Uh, and it's kind of funny because having seen movies like this, having seen death race, having seen hunger games and that first scene where she essentially surprises him, uh, surprises Tucker and just beats the shit out of him and almost kills him in the first like 15 minutes. Yeah. Uh, a character like that can go one of two ways she can either become like the big bad which is what they end up doing with her or she can be essentially the next person to die because she like runs off leaving him for dead and then immediately like falls down a pit or whatever you know whatever it is that they do because it's like aha the message of this scene was supposed to be that you're the message of the scene is that you're supposed to work together
1: yeah
0: uh and i kind of like at the moment when she like hung him up and left him to 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 die. Yeah. I fully expected her to essentially like rush out of that scene and then almost immediately get eaten by a dinosaur. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and when it didn't happen, I'm like, "Oh, okay, so she's like a thing now." Yeah. Uh I will say I re- uh Katie Burgess is that actress. I really liked her. Mm-hmm. Like uh I thought she gave a really good performance. Yeah. Uh, the fact that she was like, the fact that y- you like her character, at least early on, like as the yeah. movie wears on, you like her less and less. Yeah. But like, the kind of badass, no nonsense, like, the idea that she's like a 19 year old who like, beats the shit out of this dude and leaves him to die in the first 10 minutes, it's just yeah. like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, but like, very, you know, by the end of the movie, you're just like, okay, I'm ready for this this chick to be gone. But I,
1: I, I will say also um one thing I, I I thoroughly liked about this film because usually most of these films have at least one or two female characters who are there to show off certain certain body parts, basically, yeah. and not like full, you know, not naked or anything like that, but just right. like the loca. I mean, Death Rate, the Death Race series always has, and they're almost always a Hispanic woman, yeah, um, or at least someone who looks vaguely Hispanic, yeah. um and and like this film didn't have that props, no, props we, to them because they they dealt solely with the action uh yeah, um, is something I mean you have no time for a romantic interest there's no time no. for that sort of shit
0: we um, got a little Stephen. bit of like sex appeal with Stephanie's backstory <laughs> because she was like a cam girl who was murdering guys on on her YouTube channel
1: yeah yeah and
0: so like you see the like There's a couple of establishing shots of, like, her showing a ton of cleavage before she, like, seduces somebody to their death.
1: Except she's pretty much fully clothed when she (laughs) kills them too. So, like, like that was when it was, like, wow, really? Like, she had, like, leggings on, I think, in one of them, like, where she kills somebody. And I'm, like, wow, props to them for not going for the easy, like. (laughs) No, and and again,
0: like, it it wasn't. It, it didn't feel yeah. over the top exploitative at all, but I, yeah. I was just like, I will say there's a tiny bit of that because oh, you yeah, got yeah. the, right. the cleavage shot. But that was then, like uh, literally oh, mandatory.
1: Like they did the absolute minimum uh, yeah. amount yeah. Of, and, of clothing. It's, also, it's, like,
0: it's literally the character's backstory, which exactly, yes, yeah. is also a decision that you make and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But, you know, uh, it's funny. I thought that that actress, her name's Kate Jones. She was Really good in some scenes and then kind of like absent in others. And part of that I think was just because like her character seemed to be, I don't think that the writers knew exactly what they wanted to do with that character. Yeah. Like they had this kind of cool idea for, oh, she's a black widow. Yeah. And so we've got that archetype because it's like you have the hitman, you have the drug dealer, you have the like good old boys. Yeah. You have the psycho, yeah. and so they were just like, "Oh, Black Widow, great!" <laughs> and, you know, the cannibal, and and <laughs> I think that that's as far as they got because she wasn't like super important plot wise. Yeah, and so it's it's one of those weird things where I'm just like, in the scenes where she's acting, I really liked her. In the scenes where she's like standing by doing nothing. I felt like she didn't know how to do that without looking like she was acting the whole time. And so <laughs> she was like, when she was standing there doing nothing, she was distracting. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Which is mean, a really
0: it's a weird criticism, but it's yeah, just one of those, it's, it's the culmination of like an inexperienced actor and a writer who didn't know what to do with her character and like shot selection I, where they had I, this person I, jittering I think, on the side. Yeah.
1: I mean, I think that almost all of these, all of the complaints about this. I mean, I hate to say, like, can come down to, um, kind of odd direction. um Because yeah. I mean, like that—that that sort of like what you're talking about just comes down to, um, to me, it just comes down to like, uh, like you tell the person to that they're in the shot, <laughs> like, yeah. or direction, yeah. or, or like you have to give them some direction of like, are you about, are you tense or you're whatever. I mean, yeah. this, this is this guy. This is uh. Ryan, uh, Belgart's, uh, first direction. Um, oh, yeah. uh, he, oh, no, actually, um, no, I'm sorry, I was wrong. He did also direct, uh, just weird how to him a thing. Oh, no, he is, this is the third, um, narrative, uh, feature, um, Army of Frankensteins, Gremlin, um, and, uh, Jurassic Games. And he's currently, um, filming the adventures of Jurassic Pet, Chapter
0: One. <laughs> Jurassic, uh, I don't know about the other ones, but Gremlin, yeah. uh, I actually watched with the intent to review for comic book because I was supposed to do an interview with this guy back then. And yeah. it just, for whatever reason, never happened. I think New York Comic Con or something. Yeah. Uh, oh, and
1: Katie Burgess is also that's in That's what I was
0: about to say. Yeah, yeah Katie yeah. Burgess was in that as well, which I actually – it's been long enough since I watched it that I had forgotten she was in it until I was like – I kind of like this girl and she doesn't exist on the, like as, as a young actress, she has basically no like Facebook, uh, Twitter or any of that stuff that you usually would like tag and say like, Hey, I'm watching this movie. And I thought blah, blah, blah was really good. Yeah. Uh, and, and so like, I was like, okay, so that's weird. Where do I know her from? If she's like, just not promoting herself in any way. And that was, the answer was Uh, Gremlin. It's uh, But I, I really liked her. I thought that Ryan Merriman did a really good job as the host. Uh, yeah. I'm annoyed by the fact that he's just called the host. I think that's, like, it feels like it's a callback to, like, the Hunger Games philosophy of kind yeah. of dehumanizing all the people involved with the games. Yeah. And I get that from a movie that wants to evoke Hunger Games. But, like... I don't know. He's Carson Daly. Like there's a yeah. there's a beat at the beginning where somebody's like, "I don't care about who lives and dies. I just want to see the the super hot host." And I'm like, "I don't know. Dudes like that typically get their name out there." <laughs> That's a weird nitpick, but it's just one of those like
1: And and, and because it's weird because um this isn't really, was probably in the trailer, but like um you know, when he's in, when he's acting as basically he's a hologram within the, within the computer digital world that these people are in. And he's talking to them and we assume that there's cameras floating around. Like all the cameras are just no one, there's no cameramen. There's just like these little orbs that float around and film them, which I assume they're just everywhere in, in the CG world. But I guess maybe if it's, if it's all a computer, generated world. I guess it doesn't... There's no cameras in it anyway. Anyway... The but, other thing uh, is yeah.
0: that those orbs also exist outside the CG world because yes. you yes. see them well, at... Well,
1: I, I don't think we've ever... Did we ever see them in the CG world? Uh, I
0: don't think they are. I no, think, no, I don't think so. I think so it yet, just takes right. down to
1: the implication that it's all computerized so any yeah. shot can exist anywhere. So they must have just yeah. have like a server farm somewhere. And um, they, but... Those
0: are kind of cool. <laughs> it's, it's, it's actually funny. Um, yeah. I... Like, this is a movie that doesn't have great visual effects, but it doesn't really need to because the conceit of it is that most of it takes place in a virtual world. And so any shortcomings, you can kind of chalk up to that. Yeah. Uh, But it's kind of incredible that they can have, like, the dinosaurs and the saber-toothed tiger and the weird T-sphere-looking things uh, on this, you know, presumably zero-budget movie. Yeah. Uh, and that, that's the uh, T-Sphere for anybody who doesn't watch Arrow. Uh, that's what those cameras essentially look like. They move like drones, but they're just these like little metal spheres Yeah. and they remind me of, uh, the weapon that Mr. Terrific uses in Arrow. Uh, but, uh, I, I will say one, like there's like a 20 minute chunk in the middle of it where, cause, cause one of the things that the movie does is that it gets very in it gets very caught up in its own world. Like it, it, I, there's like a 20 minute chunk in the middle where it kind of seems to forget a that Tucker's supposed to be our main character and b that this is like a reality show. Yeah. And essentially it enters the reality show and you lose all the chirons and you lose the announcer and you lose the tie to our main character. And there's like 15 minutes, 20 minutes maybe that's basically just following the characters through like the second phase of the game. Yeah. And it's not that it isn't entertaining. It's just a little jarring because the rest of the movie is so good about essentially staying with the characters who are important and, uh, Constantly breaking in to remind you that this is, you know, a commercial product essentially. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so the, it, it's this weird thing where it's like that's the thing that makes it different from so many other similar movies. Yeah. Uh, like one of the things I'll, I will say because uh, the obvious things that you're, that we've talked about that it kind of evokes aside, one of the things that I thought of when I watched this was session nine or not session nine. Um, yeah. God. Now I can't think of it. There was a there was a movie about a reality show where they were all trying to kill each other. Um and shit. That yeah, was in session nine. Series so. seven. Series seven, the contenders. Yeah, yeah. Uh it reminded this reminded me in at times of series seven. And one of the things that was interesting about series seven is that It didn't feel here in the states because it was a, it was made in, I think the UK. Yeah. And it didn't feel quite right that this was a TV show because there wasn't like commercial breaks. There wasn't a lot of like, it was modeled after a world where TV is not the same as it is here. Yeah. Yeah. And this feel like the, the, the like, the verisimilitude of how they broke in and out and they had the, the announcer and they had the ads and all that felt a little bit more real in this movie than it did in that one. Yeah. And so it was just, it was noticeable when that went a wall for a while in the middle of the movie.
1: Yeah. I mean, series seven was, uh, back in 2001. Yeah. Um, I, I remember it was like,
0: still, I remember hand selling it at the video
1: store, <laughs> yeah, no, just I just made me think because I mean, like it's interesting because like this um this kind of idea, I mean it's been around for a while, yeah. um, but it really kind of took hold, especially within the indie low budget kind of film world um, took hold really really hard after kind of in this after 2001 there was like a ton of different series and 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 films i mean like again death race and you know that kind of took cooked the idea of like a televised you know death thing i mean obviously running man is the you know kind of i think the probably the probably the first pre First version of it all.
0: Um, Well, I mean, death race wasn't the original death race, like the original Corman death race. Wasn't that like 1975?
1: Yeah. But was that the, was the, I actually have, I don't know if I, when the last time I saw the original death race was, um, but, uh, I don't know. Was that the premise? Was it, that it was a televised
0: show? I, I assumed as much because the reboot was, but I haven't watched the original, to be honest. Yeah. Um, but yeah, in any event, you're, you're right that there was like a, there was a glut of these that yeah. started up around, and I feel like part of it was, you have a lot of kind of disparate pieces that all came together. You had the, the, the rise of like celebrity culture, obviously. Yeah. Uh, y- you had the rise of reality show culture after the writer's strike where, uh, suddenly every TV show on, U.S. television, or every, not, not every TV show, but every major hit on U.S. television for like three years was a game show or a reality show. It's like, I remember in 1999 or 2000 when I was at Wizard, uh, they sent, they sent us like the thing like, hey, you should, you know, consider signing up to be part of CBS's new game show. And like it was Survivor. (laughs) Uh, so clearly this is a thing that happened right around then in terms of like reality shows starting to gain like real capital yeah. uh so, I mean, yeah
1: i mean uh, you know truman show and you know two years earlier didn't uh didn't hurt and you know Ed also, tv yeah Ed tv you know yeah no not that anybody
0: <laughs> really remembers ed tv but yeah. it did have ellen degeneres in it yeah uh, Interesting.
1: i was without produce anyway sorry i'm reading the death race uh, thing and tom cruise was originally set to produce it <laughs> um, which is super weird, but anyway, <laughs> that's very much a different sidetrack. Yeah. Um. I mean, this. I mean, this film, though. Um. I mean, I think it it's gonna find it's definitely gonna find a home on. I, I can't. I've kind of like this considerably more so than uh, Cartel twenty forty five because that had a considerable. I don't know, a grittier, but like, yeah, <laughs> like a uh, level of a thing like this. If it hasn't already will be likely bought by sci-fi. Um or, you know, I, I, I assume sci is still buying this type of work. Um considering I just got off a set visit for sci- for a sci-fi show and it's a like ten million dollar an episode like fucking yeah.
0: HBO level um uh, thing. Um <laughs> but by- actually what well, that's actually an interesting what would be really interesting, I think I might actually like this better as a TV show than as a movie. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah. I, I mean if there's one thing that hurts it as a movie that I think would not hurt it as a TV show, it's that it it clearly takes itself a bit more seriously than something like Cartel 2045. Yeah. Like there's yeah. very little irony in here. There it, at the very end you can tell that like okay, clearly that like the last shot of the movie yeah. it's like clearly this is like these people understand the movie that they're making. Yeah. But throughout the film you get a lot of like Man, you guys are taking this really seriously. This movie about death row inmates fighting dinosaurs in virtual and, reality.
1: And and this I mean I just wish that, you know, because I, I again, I mean I think with Cartel 2045, like it set up a it set up a good universe. We yeah. like even though the film was trash, you sh- you can have fun watching, but it was trash all the same. Um you it set up a fantastic universe, which I think like given another, you know, million million or two budget and you know uh like either either allow the VFX guy to just do VFX or allow the director to do the directing. Don't have the guy do this both the same things. Uh because that yeah. was, <laughs> it was just like that guy was doing too much stuff on that film. Yeah. Uh clearly. Because <laughs> he also wrote it too. Um but uh um, but You know, in, in this, this would be either fun as, um, you know, I mean, like building a world where this exists, building the death, you know, basically death race universe, building, you know, the Jurassic games universe, um, especially if you can start kind of getting the dinosaurs more in the world, um, and not so much CG, like so much, clearly c g so you have that like small level of interaction which yeah. you know obviously you know I, I I you know it's like there's been seventeen Jurassic films now, so uh yeah. <laughs> like I feel like with a little bit more budget you could have that um whether it be as again if it's, if, if you have a TV show you can actually kind of spend that money on that and then have yeah. kind of a circulating cast would be interesting um because I mean everything again or like or you know, the next film centers so much more on the world of the game, uh, like behind the scenes and less on the the stage itself, because I mean, that's, you know, it's like, depending on what your budget is, like to me, like you could have made it a lot more interesting if it was more behind the scenes, which is something again, now that I keep bringing up fucking death race so much, but I mean, <laughs> the comparisons there, like if, if you had like death race, certain different ones spend more time, on you know kind of behind the scenes or like even the mechanics like they'll spend more time like fixing the car than than actually out in the race racetrack itself because obviously that's where the budget is um so you know again like this this will be fun um you know if it's on netflix definitely watch it get a little drunk and uh watch it or um if it's on sci-fi keep it on because it's kind of it's it's I don't, I don't think it's as bad as, um, like, so bad it's good. I don't think it's necessarily in that, you know, kind
0: of, uh, plan nine world. Um, yeah, I think it's I, competently, it's kind of yeah, go ahead. Well, kind of similar to what we said about cartel 2045. I feel like mm. there's enough good pieces in here that I almost kind of wish that some of them were worse because you're just like, ah, oh, it's not quite like a guilty pleasure. Yeah. It's more just a, like, it's fine. It's fun.
1: I mean, I would caveat, I, I, I would, this is where I would, I think the only part that I would kind of think, I think this is considerably better film, um, than Cartel for 2045. I, I would definitely put Cartel 24, like I would watch Cartel 2045 again with like friends who were like, we're all drunk and we want to watch an unbelievably terrible film that's fun. Um, and, and and like worth watching in the way that it's just because it's fun. Like this right. film, I think actually has some level of merits to it as a, as like, not as a film, like not taking it seriously as a film or anything. It's an action film. It doesn't pretend to be anything else. It doesn't right. even pretend to be as serious as hunger games. You know, I mean, hunger games, people were clearly, I mean, fucking hell, like half the cast was Academy award winning actors in that film. I mean, when you think about it, it's like, holy yeah. shit. But like, there's enough Academy award to like, you know, Lock a room or something, but there is, but like, there's everybody in the film, I think, acting wise, is not just competent, but like, it's, it's, you know, NCIS level acting, yeah, um, going on here. I mean, I like, which is all you need, you know. I mean, no yeah. one's, no one's trying to turn in a, uh, an, an award winning performance here because, um, it would be weird. <laughs> like, <laughs> it literally would stand out because the film is not that. I mean, in the yeah, same yeah. way, I mean, even I mean, in the same way, even in Cartel 2045, if um Oh my god, I just watched Desperado What the fuck? Um what's his name? Danny Trejo. Danny Trejo. Why do I continually forget Danny Trejo's name? Jesus Christ. Um Danny Trejo, if Danny Trejo even turned in the a machete level performance in that film, it would be weird. <laughs> like <laughs> And Machete, it's not, you know, it's not, it's not amazing art. It's fantastic and you should watch them, uh, because they're <sighs> fun as hell. Um, but, uh, and I'm really rooting Roberto Rodriguez, get on Machete in Space, please. Um, but, uh, I don't know if that was ever actually a plan to ever actually happen or not, but, but, uh, I would definitely say, like, this is at least, uh, I mean, everyone's acting, you know, every, performances and that sort of thing, or at least on the level of Sharknado. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And – but in the way that it's – like the only thing missing here is the CG dinosaurs aren't, I think, at the level that they need to be. Um But again, and, I
0: kind of – I stand by the yeah. thing that like <laughs> that's okay because they're not it, – it, it's not like they're saying, oh, we found a way to clone dinosaurs. And yeah. it's – no, they're like – the dinosaurs but, are cg within the world of the show so it's almost but kind the of The problem
1: like, is is that everything is cg that's um fair. because yeah. so like the ro- ground and the rocks and everything like that if if the ground and the rocks and the and the trees and the sky was also cg then i'd be like okay like i'm i'm with you
0: um yeah,
1: no. but uh but since the dinosaurs are the only thing there um and obviously they can kind of like come in and out so i mean like there's a level of like I think that the people in the world know that the dinosaurs aren't real pretty quickly. Like, you know, even yeah. within, even when they have the thing, the skull, you know, the ca- skull cap on and they're yeah. deep in, in VR or whatever it is, like they end up realizing that the dinosaurs aren't real, even within the world, which like those rocks are always going to be there, but the dinosaur may just disappear as it runs right. through you. If they, if the people running the games decide that they don't want don't want you to die. Mm-hmm. I will say it is interesting that um they they had. I, uh, I don't think it's spoilers. If you don't know if it's, if, if you don't know it's spoilers, it's not. Spoilers. <laughs> um, yeah. Is that is that the they actually thought about the um, interaction of the dinosaurs? Yeah, um, the fact that there's the line in there. It's like, well, you you told us to program the dinosaurs that so they'd act, act as if they'd act in real life, which right, is also yeah. kind of hilarious because like. Because we don't don't, actually know what
0: they acted like.
1: That's like literally like there's like there is a film log of like, what, 12 hours now or whatever it is of Jurassic Park films that says we don't actually know how these things are supposed to act. (laughs) Like they act differently than they're supposed to. So it's actually kind of interesting that they're like, you know what? Fuck that. Um, we're yes. taking the game, but we're not taking the, like, the entire fucking canon of the Jurassic lineage. <laughs> and they're like, no, it, how they act in real life. So they're going to fight each other, which is actually awesome. Um, yeah. because then, you know, you could play that, you can play that off of each other. It's like if you have two T-Rexes facing off against each other, you can run away because they're going to fight right. each other. But, uh, uh, but yeah, anyway.
0: <laughs> I will say similarly in, in that same scene where, yeah. where you're talking about. I fully expected, you know, you've got the the T Rex there, and you're, he's essentially between two people, and it's like, oh, who's yeah. he going to eat? And I fully expected one of the characters to be like, to just to go, oh, well, I know that T Rex, you know, is essentially motion blind, or is not in motion yeah, blind, but yeah, that yeah, that the, they see motion. Yeah, uh, like I, I fully expected, and. That- and one way or another, I expected it to either pay off that like, nope, Jurassic Park <laughs> is wrong and that person just dies then. That or, or for the person to like, that's how you get out of the situation. Yeah. Uh, and it did, neither one happened. It and just and,
1: and it is kind of, because I mean, if you're going to have, if you're going to call the film Jurassic games and you're going to have, you know, T-Rexes and, and things like that. And there was a definitely, to me, there was a couple moments where they kind of, Called on the back history and I think it literally could have been me really pushing messaging on messing a messaging a feeling onto it. Um, but, uh, um, it is disappointing that they didn't and I, that they didn't have those moments. Like it had been super easy to then like, you know, have the water ripple. Yeah. And like, and I'm curious and I'm curious on it was if it was just one of those things where they're so terrified of getting sued by, uh, Spielberg. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm sure uh, there's- or, or Crichton or whoever, because like, I, I'd imagine that every one of those moments is like copyrighted in some way, shape, and form. Yeah, like, yeah, you I'm... can't show a water ripple on camera without talking to Steven Spielberg first, because that's from Jurassic Park 1. <laughs>
0: I'm, I'm sure that's probably exactly it. I'm sure what it boils down to is, you know what, Jurassic is not a trademarkable word, yeah. concept, whatever. However, if as soon as you start to do things that specifically call on kind of the conventions of Jurassic Park, yeah. then there's an argument to be made that calling your movie Jurassic makes it a, a ripoff.
1: Yeah. Which which is, again, I mean, it's one of those disappointing things because I think that if you had a bunch of callbacks, I mean, because obviously, clearly, 100%, that's – there's – you know, the Jurassic Park, Steven Spielberg's Jurassic Park owns this universe. Right. Like there's no – I mean, there's not only because just – I literally can't think of another film, like, that has this sort of stuff in it, at least in the last 30 years. Um, yeah. But, uh, I, like, it is disappointing because if that, if that is, if that is the reason, and it's not just because the writer or the writers just decided, no, we want to make our own goddamn film, which would also, right. I could like, respect for that. But it's, but it is also disappointing because I mean, like, it would be, I think that so much, not that there's like a lot of dialogue in this film. Um, yeah. But, uh, I think that that, those references would have just a couple of those thrown in would have like kind of endeared you to the film. Because I mean, you know, I mean, you have, uh, you know, eight million different zombie films and all of them, every single one of them referenced in some way, shape and form, you know, the dawn of the dead, you know, um, you know, the original kind of zombie films. Um, and even if they don't, don't do that, they reference, you know, newer zombie films. Yeah. You know I, mean? I mean, can I, I just I,
0: say that yeah, my, one of my favorite things in all of entertainment right now is the fact that there is a, uh, on iZombie, there's a high end zombie restaurant and the name of the restaurant is Romero's. Ha, nice. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you're, you're exactly right. Like it, and and of course, part of that might be the fact that they never properly trademarked Day or Night of the Living Dead, and so yeah, Night yeah, of the absolutely. Living Dead enters public domain immediately after it's released, and all of a sudden, it's totally fine for every subsequent zombie movie to reference Night of the Living Dead. Yeah,
1: um, yeah.
0: that that that's that's a book upon itself. I think
1: like oh, finding I know. the person finding yeah. the person whose job it was probably to copyright that. Bro, <laughs> I mean like. Don't tell anybody. Like literally yeah. George will kill me. <laughs> I'm hiding. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But you know, like uh, George would George Romero would have a golden palace <laughs> <laughs> in the sky floating above us all with the money that he would just earn from residuals of like the world of like zombieism. Um yeah. just from, you know, fucking
0: AMC's walking dead alone, but <laughs> It's well. The, the funny thing, of course, is that you, one has to wonder whether whether a lot of this ever would have happened if it wasn't public domain. Oh yeah, no, I don't. It's it's a weird, complicated conversation because you're you're exactly right. It's like, holy crap, he's entitled to so much money. Except that if it wasn't public domain would anybody have done this like yeah. would people have immediately launched into a, a generation of knockoffs that then elevated his little movie to like american classic status yeah. Yeah. and it's possible it would have happened anyway but i have no idea and it's just it's an interesting kind of thought project yeah uh, i mean it, it, it it's uh which yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah we're going way off track uh, yeah 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 <laughs> Any any final thoughts? I have like four final thoughts, but they're all kind of like disconnected little like MST chaos. Uh, go for them. I, I kind of touched
1: upon um, all of mine. I didn't, yeah. you know, all of them kind of included Death Race, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which now I really want to see. I'm like literally going on Netflix right now and seeing if nice. the Death Race series are still on there.
0: <laughs> so uh, I, I get the bomb collars, but why put the status light on the collar? when you could just as easily put them literally anywhere where the person wearing it might actually be able to see it. Yeah. <laughs> like I can't see my Adam's apple. There's no scenario where I can see the color of the light on my neck. And it's like, yeah, as long as there's another person and they're also willing to cooperate with you, then yes, that's fine. Yeah.
1: And be like, Hey, uh, is the light good? <laughs> yeah. Like, no, it's totally good guys. Go, exactly, go ahead. Exactly,
0: exactly. Go. I'm going to just go over here and pee. Uh you guys go. I'll be I'll catch up. Um uh, and then he pees and the graboids from Tremors. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh that's what we need,
1: really truthfully, is we need more crossovers in this like genre. <laughs> oh I know. <laughs> Although I, I just, I'm saying guys, um Tremors, um I think that we have a really fantastic there should be a Tremors um tremors games and uh if you want us to write the script
0: 100 <laughs> uh, it's
1: only a bad idea to hire us
0: <laughs> uh, It'll
1: just be death race references for me. <laughs> <laughs> i don't even remember it it's been like 10 years or five years since i've seen one of them but now i'm like god damn it only only roger corman's 2050 is which is like Way yeah. over the top, more than what yeah. I,
0: was. I, I actually, um, I never got to use it because they gave me the the videos on SD cards, and I haven't or er, not SD cards. Um, what are those big chunky flash ones? Uh, Thumb drives? No, 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 no. The oh, compact flash cards. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's what they provided me when when I did black box interviews with Roger Corman and uh, <laughs> Manu Bennett. Yeah. And I I didn't I didn't go way out of my way to get those compact flashcards uh onto my computer, partly because I got like five minutes with Manu Bennett and there's a full two minutes of it where it's just me not being able to do the black box. Where it's like somebody somebody was like telling me that I needed to move my chair from like off camera, they were like motioning that like my head was in the way of or something. I don't know. I, I it's just like i i i ended up like dunk with the chair uh yeah. because i and then they like literally stopped the interview but not the filming just stopped the interview to be like this is what i need you to do <laughs> <laughs> so i i i understandably uh was not eager to get that on comicbook.com although i should put it on the emerald city video page because it's, it would be kind of hilarious for <laughs> as long as as long as it's not five million people looking at it as long as it's our audience i think it'd be good yeah, yeah.
1: i should probably put my uncut death note interviews up
0: there yeah too. exactly <laughs> so, but anyway anyway what was your other uh, you had three other points i think three more points yeah uh so i know even in the context of the movie the there's a shot early on where the the host is in front of like the the broadcast, like he's basically he's standing there and behind him is a monitor that's showing, you know, stock footage or whatever it is it's showing the logo or the animation. Yeah. And so it's like even in the context of the movie, yes, it's still supposed to be a guy in front of a green screen. Yeah. But it really, really looks like a guy in front of a green screen, like not any better than how I look on my $80 green screen edited in iMovie. Yeah. like, And it's just – there's, like, two shots of it, and I'm just like, no, those shots probably should have been removed. Like, literally cut to anything else and let his voiceover be voiceover because uh, most of the visual effects in this movie actually looked really – like, not amazing, not, you know, yeah. Jurassic Park level, but it, it was a good, like, well-done movie graphically and and – and there was these couple of things and it's literally just a dude standing in the studio talking at the camera and you're just like it's really distracting to me how fuzzy everything is around the edges of his body. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, no,
1: there there is there is a scene um which I almost paused it and I just decided like to get a screen grab. But there is yeah. one where he is like supposed to be pulled back or something and you literally can see the trailing of uh, the cable. <laughs> um, on the back, but he's also like tied to something too. So it's yeah, like yeah. there's a cable going forward, um, and then there's also another one on his back, and it was like, what's happening here? <laughs> yeah, but, but yeah, no, I mean, it's it is what it is. I mean, again, yeah. like if if this was a if this was a sci-fi film, um, yeah. we wouldn't and, be talking and, about any of these.
0: <laughs> and again, it, it's I really nitpicky. This is just a matter of like, as I was I, at the beginning of the movie, I was taking like shot for shot kind of note. Like the most of my notes were the first like half of the movie. Um, yeah. uh, so there's a scene in the maze where they come to the end of the thing and, and like, there's a great that's something that they have to kick out. Yeah. And it's like, they end up recruiting somebody to essentially shoot it out. And all I could think was like, okay. The girl with the shit kicking boots, who ten minutes ago had no problem hoisting a fully grown man over a tree limb, <laughs> yeah, can't kick out what looks to be an eight ounce grate, yeah. like it's literally the kind of grate that you put on your over your heater at home,
1: yeah.
0: And it was just like it was such a silly like, it, and again, <laughs> like it's just it's a small thing, but it was just it was a moment that stuck out at me as like okay, that was kind of unintentionally hilarious because yeah. like when the grate comes off, somebody literally like brushes it aside with one hand and you're just like wait she couldn't <laughs> get that like badass mass murderer yeah who just by the way beat the crap out of our main character who weighs three times as much as her Yeah, and she somehow can't figure out the eight ounce great okay yeah. good
1: <laughs> i will say i mean in the world um that this that the the main character he, he's a dad Like, and, and this, it it is a weird thing because they don't like, God, I'm going to do another death race reference. (laughs) This is the the plot of the Jason Satham film, um, uh, death race film. Um, Jason Satham is a basically out of work, um, race car driver, top of, you know, top of the world, but I forget something happened or whatever. Um, uh, and so basically the evil corporation that runs the, um, penitentiary that has death race in it um basically um it this hap- this is not plot uh, plot shit for uh, yeah, yeah. death race whatever um i think it's just death race at this point um but uh, <laughs> <laughs>
0: um
1: but uh kills kills his wife and s- sets him up for it um uh kind of to an extent what the plot is here um but uh and and so he goes in and, and races and yada yada. But he's like a fucking expert driver and he's a fantastic yeah. driver and, and everything like that. This guy, he's a dad. I mean, like, I that's that's all we get from him, right? He's not like an Air Force Ranger. He's not like no, he's, he's, he's not he's like. Not, which I mean, like would have taken like, uh, like would have taken like a line. Be like, oh well, yeah. he's a highly decorated whatever Army vet. Yeah, and they're like, oh, that's why you want this guy in this. Because he might actually yeah. be able to face off with like a Velociraptor, and I don't know what, you know. Yeah. Um, not that any of these guys have any fucking weapons whatsoever outside of like one gun that could possibly stand. I mean, like, yeah. this is. I mean, this is also things where it's like there's like little say that
0: yeah, the the Asian guy using the chain was <laughs> yeah. was clever and well done. Uh, I mean, the fact that he suddenly knew kung fu, yeah, felt a little he's... racist, <laughs> but. He's like, Oh, yeah. (laughs) But, you know, at the same time, it it made for a much more interesting scene because, like, if the dude doesn't know how to fight, then having him fight a raptor is not
1: interesting. Well, not fighting a raptor, fighting three raptors, if you remember correctly, which it was like – the moment there was one and I'm like, oh, cool. He might make it – oh, there's two more. Yeah. Okay. Well, there's no scenario where he's getting out of this. (laughs) Yeah. It's just like one of those, like, it's fun to watch, but, like, are you fucking getting me? yeah. yeah. (laughs) Although I, I did kept going every time he he hit one of them with the chain I was like, blue! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: at, and my last note is how it, it, and the answer has to be really hard. How hard is it to animate exploding heads? Because in these movies it just feels like it, every time we see one it's like, oh look it's the the Cartel 2045 thing all yeah. over again where it's just like yeah. Look, we threw some stuff in the air, and like a that's dummy all, with no head just slumps over. That's all CG. Over. That
1: seriously is all CG. That's not even them doing a practical effect with like explosion, which you'd have yeah. a lot more thing. I don't get, I don't get with with all of these films where like Cartel twenty forty five. You didn't really have this at least. This film at least had practical blood effects. Like yeah. once the scene was over, like one of, one guy gets stabbed with a shiv. And it was blood. It was clearly, like, red. But, like, Cartel 2045, they fucking had um, CG effects on the guy's shirt for, like, 10 seconds afterwards. And it was, like, one of those, I'm like, it's – you don't even have to use real fake blood. Like, you don't have to, like, spend the money to – buy. it's literally, like, once blood dries, like, Mm. it looks like – fucking ketchup like it really genuinely like looks like down slightly watered ketchup like it just dries like slightly brown and with a little bit of red like even though blood doesn't actually dry the way it does on TV but like it doesn't matter like we have we've talked about that before like Like, the the
0: verisimilitude versus reality thing yeah
1: exactly but still it's just it it always confuses me where like there's certain things where it's like no this is worth it and and this is one thing that bothers me about some of these films um, because you know we, we end up seeing so many of them whether it be through you know these reviews or whether it be on um sci-fi or whether it be an l-ray or any of these kind of you know um second or third tier um, cable channels that are like, you know, because it's so cheap. It, it's cheaper to pump out a film like this than it is to actually probably buy the rights to sh- broadcast a film at this point, you know, true. for some yeah. of them. I mean, it also gives you a little bit more, you know, I mean, Lifetime does this. I mean, obviously they don't do dinosaurs and 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 robots. <laughs> Although I want to see that fucking Lifetime film. <laughs> yeah. Lifetime original drama. <laughs> Where car- the cartels of Mexico have crossed into the suburbs of El Paso and they have dinosaurs. <laughs> Oh my god, yes. Uh, That's but, the
0: crossover we need.
1: <laughs> yes, this is the crossover America needs right now. <laughs> but, but anyway, but like, there's these little, you know, I mean, those little things that like, can really make the big difference, whether it be, again, like, I think, I think it was, was it, uh, was it Cartel 2045 where we talked about how there wasn't the one scene? Um, there wasn't the one scene that like you remember from that film, like the sta- Yeah, it was. It was yeah, the stand. Yeah. There wasn't the standoff that you needed. Like the last standoff in Cartel twenty forty five wasn't really. It was kind of lame, and it yeah. wasn't the big boss going up against it. This film had kind of had that, but it didn't. It uh, it didn't spend the like I guess the like practical effect budget or whatever you need to do to actually like when the one character dies. Um, like I want them ripped apart. (laughs) I don't want them swallowed. I don't want them. I want blood, you know? And it's just like, and I'm not quite sure if they were like, well, no, we want to, because this is, it's gotta be an R, right? I mean, it's, I mean.
0: It probably, or not probably, maybe, but, but hasn't definitely been rated yet. Yeah. So it almost kind of feels like maybe we don't know yet.
1: Yeah. I'm trying to remember, there's no nudity. Um, I'm trying to remember if there's any swearing or not. I don't remember necessarily any swearing.
0: No, not offhand.
1: Yeah, so I mean, like maybe it's a, it's probably like a, you know, again, I mean, it's clearly this is it is like a sci-fi. Yeah, film. yeah. Um, but but like that's, I mean, to me, that's something that separates. Obviously, Sharknado is like a spectacle. It's it's a spectacle film. Like that's yeah. what that they. I don't know how much money they spent on that, but on the budget of for sci-fi or those type of channels they spend a ton of money um right and and they had you know i mean they just have a lot of practical effects they have or a lot of not even practical effects but a lot of blood like practical blood there's not the right. cg blood if somebody gets shot you can kind of get away with the digital usually stuff but like if somebody gets ripped apart whether it be by a shark or whether it be by a t-rex you kind of need some level of bl- like yeah like After effect of it, you know, chunks or whatever, you know, and, and that's something that this is, that I, I don't know, it's like kind of really missing. Um, which is again, I think it's one of those things that like that what maybe another $20,000 in the budget and it probably would have, I don't, I don't know how much that much blood is. I don't know how much it is
0: barrel of blood. (laughs) (laughs) I I, have not
1: researched uh, this. I
0: apologize, uh, but uh, yeah. Yeah. I, the, the other thing about that is that they're, And I think this may have been a character decision or at least a story decision and not a mistake. Um, Mm -hmm. But I don't agree with the decision, so we can just talk about it for a second. Like in the same way that you said you really want to see this person torn apart, uh, it's like you also kind of want – you want Tucker to have a hand in it. In a way that he really didn't, yeah, and you know there there's there's a couple of things like at, at as this movie ends, like you see these last few deaths, and it's like of course the last few deaths are all like some of the worst, most terrible people, yeah, and it's like they aren't satisfying on that visceral level that you kind of want them to be yeah uh you know there's there's like a big reveal in the last. Five ten minutes of the movie that like takes an already awful character and makes that character six times more awful. Yeah. Yeah. And that character like doesn't really face direct consequences for that. Mm -hmm. And, and so you're just kind of like, huh, that was what it was. And and again, like this, this is all kind of very nitpicky, but we are kind of critiquing a movie and I, I want to, Thread as we're talking about some of these kind of low-fi, low-budget indie kind of movies, yeah. I kind of want to thread that needle of like saying, "Hey, this is a ton of fun; you should watch it." And they didn't spend a bunch of money on it, but also like still holding it to standards of like basic writing stuff,
1: yeah,
0: and and
1: <laughs> stuff, yeah, yeah,
0: and and so in, like that. If I had one big critique of kind of the last, like the climax, it's yeah. that you don't get and and i think part of it may have been that you know tucker is unsullied throughout the movie yeah. that you know you constantly give him the opportunity to kill somebody and he doesn't which preserves his kind of virginal state because you know that he's not guilty yeah and i almost feel like the writers had decided it for whatever reason that if he kills even in the game then that invalidates his overall innocence yeah but for us it's like not only are these people like the other people in the game all murderers but most of them try to kill him at one point or another and so him lashing out at them wouldn't have seemed
1: overly it it would have seemed smart it would have seen him defending himself like if he has an opportunity to um do something especially especially where Especially where uh, I'm trying desperately not to make another death race reference uh, <laughs> it's, uh, because again, it's like, there's a the film that does it well. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I'm not going to compare anything to hunger games because it's like a different fucking thing completely. Right. Yeah. It's um, a hundred million like, dollar movie. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, it's got a writing. St- it's Yeah. Um, but, but you have, you have, you have always in these films, you have certain people who are evil enough that the, the, the pure guy can kill him, yeah, or at least set him up to die. And that's right. the thing that you usually do is you go, he he gets the opportunity to set this guy up to die. Yeah, um, he doesn't actually kill him, but he literally he doesn't even push him off the cliff. He literally right. like moves at the right second. And the T-Rex or the raptor or whatever grabs the guy behind him who's strangling him as opposed to whatever. And you don't even have that. So he's literally just like kind of this – again, he's like this like dad. Like (laughs) just walking through while people die around him and trying not to kill people but also trying to – you know. And
0: and there's a weird metaphor for it in the last – like the decisive mm-hmm. uh match yep. where this it's it's a scenario where if there is ever a scenario that he should be out for blood, it's this last kind of match. Yeah. And instead it comes down to literally him running away. Yep. It's like when you're looking at a fight or flight instinct. Uh, I understand that there's dinosaurs involved. and yeah. kind of this runs counter to what I said at the beginning about, like, really, do you have time for this? Yeah, but at the same time, there is the element of it's not viscerally satisfying if, you know, he's literally up for his he's up for his life against the movie's big, bad, and it becomes a foot race to see who can. Like win the game and the other person dies painlessly, yeah. And yep. it's just it's it's not satisfying, <laughs> um, yeah. And and so it's just it's a weird. And again, like I I liked big chunks of the movie. I thought that the the logic of the games and the logic of the world didn't entirely gel, yeah. Uh, but I also kind of feel like most people are more forgiving of that stuff than I am. Like I look at the hunger games and I look at the purge and I'm just like, these are such dumb ideas. Why, why does anybody see these as, you know, uh, and I know that nobody agrees with me. Uh, (laughs) Um, so maybe I'm overthinking the, the places where I feel like there's shortcomings. I mean,
1: I, I I enjoy, I enjoy those films because, um, I'm a anti-death penalty person an anti-murder person, but I still enjoy... Like, those allow me to enjoy the satisfaction of murdering the bad guy in the worst way possible without mm-hmm. any of the, well, this is the real world. Right. You know? it, but it's still not sci-fi because, like, I, I I like sci-fi films like enough, like, kind of. But, like, those are... Like, The Purge is built into... And even The Hunger Games to a certain level are built into real world. People act... Like they would in real life, right. um, to an extent. I mean, I still believe that the purge could happen tomorrow. Um, if, if Donald Trump decided to do an executive order and say that this is the thing that's going to happen, I, I don't, I don't, I don't not believe <laughs> that it wouldn't at least happen in certain towns. That's true. Um, you know, even if he just tweeted it out and said, Hey guys, uh, you know, uh, March, uh, May 1st is, uh, the first annual purge. Go have at it. And then just, you know, <laughs> Like I do believe that certain time, but like that allows me, you know, because again, most of them, at the end of the day, the bad guys die or lose. Um, even if the win, the the good guys have taken all the things. Like that, I think that that's like the main satisfaction of it. And again, it's like again, <laughs> with a certain little film I may not have mentioned it, death race. Um, <laughs> that that uh, you know, at the end of the day, um, the good guy. Even if he is like the, you know, he's an anti hero, um, mm-hmm. he wins and the bad guys get their very graphic usually comeuppance. Yeah, yeah. And, and again, I mean, that was, that was one of the big problems is that none of these characters, like, they spent too much time on too many characters. Like, if you're only going to yeah. do this hour and a, I mean, it was only what, an hour and 20 minutes long or something like that. It wasn't uh, a super long film.
0: I think it was like 125 or 135. Yeah.
1: Uh, like there's no, I, I don't care about, I don't care about the hero. He's not even a complicated hero. He's right. some dad. And that's all we, literally that is the full extent that we know about the main character. He is a father to two children who lost his wife. Yeah. Like I don't know, I don't know what his job was. I don't know whatever. And it seems weird to me that like, that we didn't build that out because like I don't honestly, I didn't care too much about whether he lived or died. Yeah. Um, in fact, yeah. it would have been almost more interesting if he did die because it would have been a complete throw throw this the entire like normal narrative structure of this genre right out the window and it'd have been like, holy shit. Yeah.
0: I <laughs> like, mean and part of it too is like the 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 way that it ended mm-hmm. the way that it ended left me cold. And not not just because like the twist seemed totally unnecessary and not just because uh you had the thing that we were talking about, about how you don't get the visceral satisfaction of him actually laying hands on literally anybody who's responsible for all of this. Yeah. But it, it, the ending left me a little bit cold because also it was just that thing of you made like you made me hate, like viscerally hate like some (laughs) of these characters. Yeah. And I felt like you could have done more with that. I mean, if, if nothing else, I feel like the, the perfect ending for me would have been that, uh, you know, cause there's the, the threat of like an essentially terrorists taking over the broadcast booth and, uh, messing with the ending of the, of the thing that comes up periodically throughout the movie. Yeah. Uh, The perfect ending for me would have been for them to actually do that while it was still two people. Yeah. And so, if you're, like, if you're not gonna have the visceral satisfaction of him, like, actually taking down any of the bad guys, yeah. the next best thing would have been to have your big bad survive all of this and be a potential threat. Uh, you know, there's, there's that stinger at the end of the movie that sets up this, the, stat, the new status quo slash probably potential sequel if that, if they wanna do that. Yeah. And I almost kind of feel like, you know, the, the, the best possible thing would have been that when you see, you know, the new Jurassic game season, that your new yeah. host would have been, uh, you know, contestant number two. Yeah. Yeah. No, that and, would have been fantastic, but. And again, that's like, this is getting into the like rewriting of movies that we always kind of say yeah. that we shouldn't we'll do just... and then we do. But at yeah. the same time, but I, I do think that there's a difference between just saying like, this wasn't good because it wasn't what I wanted versus like we've kind of beaten into the ground now why we didn't love the ending and then you're kind of going like yeah you could have fixed it with some minor tweaks yeah. and suggesting a tweak I feel like is not quite the same as rewriting I don't know. Well, I
1: mean I mean the one of the inherent issues which again we always deal with uh, with all of when it, whenever we review these type of films is that to review them would just be to slaughter them. Um you know, I mean and say you can say at the end I still enjoyed them but there's here's the 85,000 wrong things with this. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, you know, because again, you know, I mean, filmmaking is, you know, we just don't see these films at the theaters anymore. We might have thir- 25 years ago, I don't know about this film, but like a film like this might have actually made it to the theaters. These just don't even get anywhere near them because, you know, Disney is putting out 75,000 films a year, yeah. all of which with a, a minimum of a $30 million budget. Um, and all of them, I mean, like it's crazy when you try to review films these days, um, that like theatrical releases, um, is that you go to theater and you're like, well, this is bad on the scale of like, what else is out there? You yeah, know, I mean, yeah. when when genuinely, without a fucking doubt, I can say one of the best films—not just my favorite, having nothing to do with favoritism—but one of the best films that came out last year was Thor: Ragnarok. Yeah, this year, this year, Jesus Christ, uh, or no, last year.
0: That was last year. Yeah. Oh my
1: god, last year. Yeah, it's been a, already a long year um, <laughs> <laughs> in so many ways. Um, but no, but I mean, it's like you know, it's like it's crazy to think the films that normally would be trash to some level, like action trash. But I mean, like, I mean, when, when we watched Rampage, fucking Rampage, a video, a a, 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 a movie that stars
0: The Rock, um, with ginormous. Based on a video game that is it, literally just you punch things.
1: Yes. That has not, and it didn't even go like straight to the video game where there's like a T-Rex and there or where there was, yeah. there was like a dinosaur and things like that, where they're like, oh, no, we're going to fuck this up a little bit. And it genuinely was a good film, like an enjoyable film and technically a good film. And also a decently written film. (laughs) Like it was not bad. It was, I wouldn't qualify it as bad only in the qualification of other action films that have come out. Right. If I compare rampage to Thor Ragnarok or guardians or fuck, even, even civil war, you know, which we, you know, I think it's well-spoken on how we feel about it. Um, But even civil war, Like it stands in the same realm, not in the same scale. Even, even Civil War was a better written film, I think than Rampage, but still like, these are films that like, and it's, so it's unbelievable. So when we, when we talk about films like this, it's, it's like, all you could do is just be like, well, it's, it's not even as good as the worst, um, the, the most trashy theatrical release and and so it's hard to do anything but like if you were to be an honest reviewer and kind of trash yeah. it it's, and it, and it just you know to me it's first off it's kind of unfair cuz it's like i don't think that this film or cartel 2045 i always uh, feel like uh, definitely not Car- definitely not cartel 2045 for that no, matter, no. um like would ever be like oh, well no it should be held in the same regard as 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 rampage even yeah and not even just because of budgetary differences or anything like that but just like this film, clearly, they spent, there's weeks that they spent yeah. on this, um, other than the, 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 VFX, um, they spent weeks on this film. Yeah. And that's it. If that, you know, and, and, yeah. and that's it's,
0: all smoky, it's about to know. be. It's one of those things. Uh, I do yeah. think that there's merit to, and we, we've been doing, I think, a pretty good job as we're looking more and more of these, like, tiny films. There's merit to kind of reviewing them on their own terms, mm-hmm. in terms of we're not going to you know, for the most part, yeah. uh, except for where it's constructive for discussion, yeah. compare it to, you know, Infinity War. Yeah. But at the same time, I, I think that uh, these are essentially the heir apparent to, like, the Vestron video direct-to-VHS horror movies from the 80s and 90s. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: And and so I think that – you people know what they're getting into when they're picking up Jurassic games. You know, people know what they're getting into when they pick up a a release from something like the asylum where it's, it's just blatantly a knockoff of whatever blockbusters and movie theaters this month. Yeah. And so I I think there's, there's an element of like, as we're doing this, we can have a real kind of critical conversation about it, even though we know that objectively it's not like amazing. Yeah. Uh it's also interesting to me like looking at these things, you know, looking at Cartel 2045 which is like it had a million dollar budget. It's a it is a feature film and it it's getting a mainstream-ish release in the sense that it's it's coming out to to on disc and it's coming out, you know, it's not just to streaming or anything. Yeah. But like that movie and and even to an extent this movie. Like this movie even with the nice things I've said about the CG, it looks like an episode of The Flash. Yeah. Like and actually it looks worse than the than an episode of the Flash because the directors they get to do episodes of the Flash understand the kind of the things that we talked about before where it's like they are able to make their actors look as good as possible performance-wise. Yeah. And they'd always take a good take as opposed to some of these scenes where it's like there were some really questionable directorial choices made yeah. and and again well, like we're talking also, about
1: also the flash and and kind of all those series they have, it's not even the director because I mean, you have a guy like, you know, you have Kevin come, Kevin Smith come in who probably has a vague idea to do green screen, um, but not at the level of the flash or arrow or something like that needs. Um, But you have an entire crew who that you have at least probably five guys who that is, they wake up in the morning and they do green screen work or blue or whatever it is, you know, these days, and then go to sleep and then wake up the next day and do it again. And that's yeah. all they do. And this film, I kind of, I'm sure that there's a guy that they have, whatever. My, my feeling is that all, obviously all of this is just, they added CG in later, yeah. but when you don't have the, at least have the guy, you know, the, uh, uh, the, uh, animatronic arm with the, the big yeah. dots on it that at least they can react to like they do in, you know, in, in, in budgeted films, yeah. um, you know, then that's problematic that the poor actors are like, well, there's a t- T-Rex somewhere in this realm. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like, well, and, and in again, that direction. <laughs> again, uh, I never finished this thought cause we got on, off side track. No, 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 this is like half an hour ago. So, um, uh. <laughs> uh, but again, like a good example of that is when, uh, when the one guy dies eaten by essentially the gigantic plant, uh, yes. <laughs> the look of it and his response, it, it was every part of it reminded me of tremors and mm-hmm. not just because we recently reviewed tremor six, like that would have reminded me of tremors no matter when I saw it. Yeah. And well, the plant one, was a,
1: like a Venus fly trap. Yeah, exactly. Like, well, and so it had
0: the same kind of structure yeah. as the front of a graboid and it had the teeth inside and blah, 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 blah. But yes. the other, like the thing of that is, You could really see, and it wasn't like, it's not bad acting per se, but you could, you could just tell, like, they did not have the take of him responding to it in the way that the people on, you know, Tremors can respond to it. And I think part of that is because that part of that, honestly, is because this was a scene featuring a minor character early in the movie. But part of it probably also is the fact exactly what you're talking about like the green screen guys they're here to get their their day finished like they're not like they don't really under they don't really have the same kind of like oh yeah I've done this scene before. Yeah. Uh so it's it's interesting. It's it's like I said it, there is a, there's a lot of value I think to looking at these things and looking at them kind of on their own terms and saying essentially like look if you enjoy this kind of movie are you going to dig this? And I think I think as far as this kind of movie, this is one of the like best production production level wise that I've ever seen, or yeah. production value excuse yeah. me wise that I've ever seen. Uh, I think that most of the performances are solid, and like I said, I think that in a lot of cases when you have that really that one scene where the actor looks totally fucking lost at sea it's less about the actor and more about like that was a terrible take like a, a, a director should have looked at that on the monitor and said we're not using that go back yeah <laughs> um, and and so you know I, I i do like this is this is a tremendously fun kind of dumb movie i think that people who find it are gonna love it because again it's it's exactly what it says on the tin yeah uh, but I, and I, and I think that I, I'm really enjoying kind of, and again, partially because this is a video store podcast and these are the heir apparent to the direct to video movies. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I'm really enjoying kind of looking at some of these lower budget, uh, like crazy movies. But, uh, this one in particular, I, I feel like it's so close to being like genuinely good instead of a so bad it's good. Yeah. That that part of the reason that I can like can like nitpick stuff is because I'm like, man, you can you can make like five little changes and this is like a legit yeah. good movie. Yeah. You know? and, and,
1: and and one of those things too is that you could do it you could probably do most of these changes before the actual release from the yeah. next time. Which is actually almost more frustrating because it's like, wait, no guys, we can save it. We can save yeah, it yeah. <laughs> And uh obviously I don't know what the fuck I would do with CG or whatever, but obviously yeah. and obviously it would just mean throwing money at it and um, our review isn't going to help. Um, so but uh, but uh, um, I mean I don't. Again, I mean, this
0: this movie clearly was made for you know one twentieth of a Henry Cavill mustache. Uh,
1: I forgot we were going to start doing that. Bringing it back. Uh,
0: everything is on the
1: Henry Cavill mustache uh, uh, scale. Um, but uh, yeah, and it's just it it, it again. I mean, it up being one of those. I mean, like it. It, it, you could see a lot of these films could become like the classics of, of this level world. Um, yeah. not even like that weird area that exists like slightly above trauma. Um, yeah. And, uh, um, and like same thing with Cartel 2045 and this film. Like there's a version of the film that can exist <laughs> where it yeah. exists in that world where you're like, Oh yes, Cartel 2045 is on. Oh yes. You know, I get yeah, to watch yeah. this at two o'clock in the morning. I mean, none of these films are going to be, you know, like the, the mainstays, you know, of, you know, uh, I don't know, on your DVD shelf. Like, yeah. I, 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 although I will, again, I'll say like there's a huge amount of people, obviously more than enough people to make these films keep coming yeah. out that they're, that these will be the films that are on your DVD shelf or on your, I guess on your Amazon. T- <laughs> Or vo- voodoo shelf now. Yeah, because um, who knows at
0: this point whether. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, just saying like how people consume, you know, how people store and keep movies. Yeah. Um, but, uh, that it, it's unfortunate because it's like, it's just, it like those films are just like just so close. This film is a lot, a lot, a lot closer to being that than Cartel 2045 is. Like I think yeah. Cartel 2045 is like $500,000 away. Like yeah. I think this film is like some edits away. Like. Yeah. Sort of yeah. Thing. You know, and like, yeah, anyway, <laughs> that's all I got
0: on it. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's pretty much, like I said, I, I, I'm really enjoying kind of going and looking at some of these, these kinds of movies and uh, I, 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 we got to start doing at least one of these a month. I I wish this one, honestly, I I wish that I had, that we had recorded this with at least one more person. Yeah. Like I would have loved to do an old-fashioned like from from one of the early early ECV episodes where there was like four or five people. Yeah. Uh just because I I feel like we could just go to town with some of these incredibly over the top crazy low budget movies. Yeah. Uh, and so maybe the next time we do one of these we'll we'll do that because I feel like it, could, it it was such a fun movie. I feel like this would be an even more fun movie if you watch it with five people and alcohol, which yeah. is one hundred percent what I recommend everybody listening to this do. Like yeah. yes, you should watch this movie. Also, you should totally watch it with booze and other people that you can bounce off of. You just,
1: yeah, you just have to do MS23K on this. I mean like yeah. these these are the films that kind of call for that. Um, and yeah. <laughs> like to the point where I ah, oh, I wish it was I wish it was technically easier to do uh um <laughs> yeah. it was technically easier to do the sort of like live live stuff that uh, that they do. Yeah, um, but, yeah, I mean, dear lord, uh, you should read into like how tough it is to actually do an MST3K thing. Oh, yeah, like that style thing. Like how many times they watch the
0: films? How was
1: everything scripted? So yeah. but uh, but yeah. Anyway.
0: <laughs> all right. Well, thank you everybody for listening. You can like, rate, share, subscribe, all that good stuff on your. I catcher or your podcatcher of choice, whether it's <laughs> iTunes, whether it's Blueberry, whether it's Stitcher, whether it's—I don't think that this show is on Spotify. I don't know. Some of my shows are on Spotify. I do so many goddamn podcasts. Uh, <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. <laughs> and uh, you can follow me at Russ Burlingame. R U S S B U R L I N G A M E. You can follow Zach at ZD Roberts. And you can follow the show at ECV underscore podcast. All of those are on Twitter. You can also find any of the three of us on Facebook. And uh contrary to what I said the other day, I had to cut it out at the beginning of our uh Infinity War interview. We are at facebook.com slash Emerald City Video. Not Emerald City Video Podcast. Uh that that was a mistake I made when I was doing the intro to Infinity War. Tiss, tisk, tisk. I know. <laughs> Uh, and you can go to EmeraldCityVideo.net, and that'll take you right to our Podbean landing page where you can read show notes and subscribe and all that good stuff. Yep. All right. Thank you for listening. We will be back soon. I don't know what our next movie will be largely because as I said, we're recording this way in advance. And so at this point, I don't know what we'll be talking about in June. Yeah. I don't know the order of things. Yeah, uh, probably the next one will be another one of these because in all likelihood, uh, we're having so much fun looking at things like this in Cartel 2045 that we'll probably pre-record two or three episodes that we can run in like May and June. Yeah, so, that that way, so that that way, so that that way everything, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Every, I, I don't like, okay, so we're just a little bit of a, a postscript to this episode because why not? Uh, we both exist in the geek culture space and right now that stuff is dominating the box office. And so so many of the episodes of this are, you know, looking at Marvel movies, looking at Star Wars movies and all that kind of shit. But like at the end of the day there's 7000 podcasts talking about those things. Yeah. And so I I don't want everything we talk about to be just like First, honestly, I would prefer not all of our stuff be new release well, but, uh, if it's going to be new release well, I'd like to at least diversify it with some of the stuff that, that everybody in the world is not already talking about. Yeah. Yeah.
1: No, and, 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 and again, I think it's again, this is the, again, this is the type of stuff that keeps cinema going. Um, yeah. because I mean, all of these guys, you know, well, maybe not all of them, you know, but like this is the, like, Double A baseball, yeah. Of uh, you know, maybe some of them are single A, but um, <laughs> but uh, um, but this is the double A baseball of of you know of the action film world. Yeah. Like these guys in all of these actors, the directors, the production people. In five or ten years, will probably be working, you know, on the on God. God knows if in five or yeah. ten years Marvel will still be doing. I assume so because. It looks like the juggernaut that just can't be stopped. Yeah, but, yeah. uh, but I mean, who knows? yeah. And
0: I, I, especially you can, like, you can watch a movie like this and you can kind of look at it and go, oh, these four people, like, will totally benefit from having the exposure of a movie like this. Yeah. Like, there's, you know, we were talking about beforehand that there's a lot of news outlets, even though this is, like, a tiny movie, there's a lot of, like, entertainment news outlets that are picking it up on the, like, sheer what the fuckery of it. Yeah. You know, there, there was a headline, I, I, I can't remember what the outlet was, but it was basically, yes, the Jurassic games movie is real and we've got proof. Here's the trailer. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, and so when you have kind of that level of attention, I feel like somebody like Katie Burgess, who she isn't the, like the teenager that she plays in the movie, but I think she is like 21 years old or something. Yeah. And I'm sitting here going. She's really pretty, she's really good in this movie, and this movie's gonna get some attention. I could one hundred percent see her moving from this to whatever the hell the next step is, you know, yeah, a yeah. show on sci-fi, a show on CW, whatever. Yeah. Uh and then that's the kind of thing. It's like same same thing with, you know, the all the CG guys on this. Because again, like for the money that they probably spent and for making a feature film, I feel like, yeah, these guys are all prepped and ready to be working on, you know, the likes of, you know, supernatural or whatever in the next couple of years. Yeah. So, you, you know, it is we've talked about it before with Cartel 2045. It's like the the blockbuster culture in Hollywood right now doesn't keep that many people employed. Like you yeah. look at the, every major motion, like not every major motion picture in the traditional sense of like anything made by a studio, yeah. yeah. but everything that stays in theaters for more than three weeks at this point is like a $75 million movie. Yeah. And all of those it's, it's, you know, you see them, then the movie gets announced and you see all the like hot take, think pieces about who should be cast. And it's the same five guys. Yes. And then you see who really does get cast and it's the same five guys. Yeah. And, you know, a movie like this gives people like Ryan Merriman a job. Yeah. And so that's like, if nothing else, it, it helps you develop that kind of next batch of people. I, I did
1: hear, though, that Josh Brolin was up for the role as he currently has to have at least one role in every single fucking film that comes yeah. out. <laughs> I, heard you. I think it's only films that have a budget of over... A hundred million dollars. No. I, I, I heard
0: he was actually up for the role of Katie Burgess's character. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Lord. Which now uh, I want to see him play uh, a teenage girl. But, but.
1: It's like literally, oh God! Like I just want to see new actors. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to see new actors in fucking films.
0: Well, that, that's that's actually that's the thing. Like it was, it's
1: got it's so fucking bad that Josh Brolin is in two fucking Marvel films right
0: now. Which, by the way, are being released three weeks apart.
1: Yes. Like, and, and he, like, literally, in, in a, in a world where, theoretically, in, wor- in, in five, in a world, in five years, and by the way, thank you, Michelle, for the, uh, for the notes on, uh, um, if, dear God, you, know, you were also, listening this far in, yeah. on my trailer voice. Um, but, uh, but like, it's gotten so fucking bad that, like, they can't find someone else. And like, I'm not denying he's great in both roles, but like, are you fucking kidding me? This is also what his like third, like second or third now um, comic book movie role. This, this will
0: be at, at a minimum his third and fourth respectively yeah. because he was in Sin City 2 and he was okay. in Jonah Hex. Yeah. Uh, I believe there might actually be another one floating around out there somewhere, but that might just be in my head. Yeah.
1: Uh, I mean, I mean, you don't have to look at too far to see Chris Evans' fucking career, but <laughs> like, yeah. but at least at least his was like this. This series died. This series died. Yeah, and, yeah, um, exactly. Thank God, he was a. Va- thank God he. Wa- thank God he wasn't a. Te- thank God fa- Fantastic Four that that Fantastic Four didn't exist because then he wouldn't have been able to play uh Captain America. And I don't know, I don't know how you feel about. Ca- I know you you're not like the biggest fan of the world of a lot of the Captain yeah. America films, but like. I don't. He's one of those guys. Like he to me, he's at this point the Robert, De, you know, Robert De Niro. Where it's Robert De Niro. Uh, but, Downey. Yeah, Downey. Um, I was looking at a photo of Robert De Niro. <laughs> um, Downey Junior. Where it's like I don't know. There's a world where they there's another person who could play yeah. that Captain America. Obviously, you know, we'll eventually see something because you know, yeah, because you know, at the end of it, you know, end of the um, uh, you know, Infinity War when his head explodes, you know, so. <laughs>
0: All right, so we're going to sign off now because yes. I'm going to have to edit so much because yes. the, the internet hates us tonight. Yeah. But uh, thanks for listening. Like I said, uh, r- tweet at us because this has been an Utterly Bananas episode for an Utterly Bananas movie, and, yeah. uh, and I totally want to hear what people have to say. Somebody some like somebody who isn't like our regular two listeners who talk to us all the time needs to tweet at us and be like, "Hey, we did or did not watch one of these indie movies yes. that you covered." Like <laughs> I, mean, I want to hear that people actually watched like Tremor 6 or Cartel 2045 on our recommendation. So. I mean, mind
1: you, we're going to keep doing these, whether you do this or not, whether you oh, listen or not, like literally this is the sort of thing that we would still do and just like talk to ourselves. If there wasn't like the internet, we'd yeah. just be like calling it. <laughs> we would just actually know if there wasn't the internet, that mean that video stores would still exist. So we literally would just be sitting, standing in a video store waiting for the next customer to come in and literally be
0: doing this show <laughs> as, as, as it's on screen. Yeah, that's pretty. <laughs> so, and, yeah. and then I would like steal the security tapes and make it something. Like uh,
1: <laughs> where would you release it though? That's the crazy
0: thing. But, uh, still funny do you like creepy mail order, like <laughs> <laughs> comics now.
1: Yeah, just broadcast it on walls.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. or be like, super meta and play it over the screens at the video store. Where you <laughs> <laughs> like, wait, is that you guys in there? It totally is. You can rent it. <laughs> 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 Alright, so good luck and good night and good luck. Good night and good luck. <laughs>